When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, my talkers, happy Friday. We are almost to the weekend. We've got two more hours with Lori and Julia and lots to get to here. What's in store for us for the four o'clock hour? Oh, well, Julia, after your surprise yes. early birthday party last night and after maybe a little fooling around with uh, the hubby, the mm-hmm. hub, he, <laughs> he was like, I'm really tired. You know, it was like 9.15. I'm like... Oh, darling, go to bed, you know, I can watch it. And just like that, you know, and, um, which, wow, wow, (laughs) yesterday's was the penultimate episode. There's 11 episodes in just like that season two. But I just have to say, even though I have liked this season more than I, I, because I absolutely loathed the first season. It was just dreadful. Yep, for you. You couldn't, it couldn't make, it couldn't make any sense at all. And it was just dreary, which is never something that Sex in the City was. So this one, there's For you. Yeah, but if you look at what the audience thought of and just like that, it wasn't, I'm in the minority, or I mean, I'm in the majority on the, how people felt about the, um, because we were so looking forward to it, and it was just so dreary, and they did not show the F at 50s in the fun manner that we were expecting. It was hugely disappointing. This second season, we've had more lightness. Charlotte has been hysterical. hysterical. The fashion has been fantastic. fantastic. The Brittany called it all the lifestyle stuff, you know, like that's yeah, all been, been really fun. That's all been fun. And and even, um, you know, Anthony, Mario Cantone oh. with his Italian Giuseppe lover and the there, whole hot buns thing. How funny was that? That was very. Oh, my word. Very good. And last episode. Oh, my gosh. But the thing that what's wrong with and just like that is they're cramming too much story too many people, so you're just getting cursory nods. I want more Seema. I want She's more lovely. Steve. I love Steve. Steve yeah. and Coney. I, Steve's got nothing, and they're giving more time to Che. And when they, when Che got up and did stand up, and Miranda was don't, there, don't. I'm not going to spoil yeah. anything, but Miranda's there with Aiden and Carrie. And she starts ripping into her the last relate the last relationship. There's I I just remembered, I remembered in just like that. I mean, in Sex and the City, when Charlotte and Samantha, the ladies were at lunch uh-huh. or brunch with somebody, and baby names came up, 
And the lady stole Charlotte's name after she had told her that Lily is going to be my baby yeah. name. Yeah. And Samantha stood up for her. I'm like, why didn't Carrie and Aiden, you know, um, like be more, more, uh, more of a friend? And I absolutely hated what happened at the very end of the episode yeah. with a certain um, somebody being a crybaby. It was so. It was. It was. It was like junior high play, bad crying, crying. Okay, here's my thoughts. Oh, I I enjoyed the episode. I thought there were some super funny things. Sam Again, Smith, that was a delight. I told you, uh-huh. There's too many characters. There's, there's too many stories. There's too many stories. It's trying I, too damn much. And I um, not enough episodes. But no, I, they're, I got too many characters that they're just giving little. I love the glamour. I love the. I I I am. I'm enjoying it. Yeah. I'm going to be sad for a 10 next week, to be honest, because oh. I just feel like we're just getting to know these gals again. If they would clean up, like Naya, we have seen her have sex and make souffle and that her boyfriend. She has, she shouldn't even be on. Yeah, there's she's no. Gotta, she's not even. They're not giving us enough of the people. Like, we want more Seema. We would like more Steve. Do not give us Che. Nobody cares. We've moved on from Che. Nobody cares about the career of Che or the veterinarian or new They romance. actually are getting great numbers on this. Yeah, I, yeah. I think sure I read something. The number, maybe Grant, you're better at that, figuring that out, how I'll many people you. are watching. Yeah. And just like that, but I really it's think... It's keeping it from being good for me, just if they would just like, come on, just like give us... Hit him with the subway. Give us the people <laughs> that we want to have more story on, you know? That's all. But I did love, oh, I loved when Charlotte, oh. you know, had the thing with her family after the guy. I mean, it was just, it was, that was so relatable. So relatable. Oh my word. There, it, I felt like that really. And I thought the whole thing with, um, Mario and, um, Giuseppe is lover. No, the other one with, when he was with, um, oh, Stanford. I thought that was lovely. Well, it, but it came out of nowhere and it made no sense. Fine for you. I got tears in my eyes. Yeah, I know. I know. I know why they wanted to do it. But the last we saw of Stanford, he'd gone to manage the PR and career of a TikTok star who, who was huge <laughs> in Japan. And now the story that we had of what has happened yeah. to him, that made no sense. But it was nice that we got to see a picture of Stanford, obviously in real life on a trip to Japan. What what really hit me that is... That was sweet, because that, he did suddenly die last year. I know he did, filming. and these guys yeah. were all good friends. Yeah. 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 All right, well, I... I give it a, a B. I give it a, a B. Piece? Yeah. yeah, I give it a B, just because I kept wanting... I'm like, no, don't... Don't go away from that. Don't leave it. See my, I want to see that outfit a little bit more. I want to see a little bit more, you know, dialogue and... Um, and I will agree with you on this point, is that... Miranda's hair is oh. clown red, mm-hmm. but then the color of her clothes—they—they she—they put her in rust and gold. She couldn't look more awful. She really, because she's so beautiful. <laughs> no, she she's, really couldn't. She's a beautiful oh, woman. Yeah. If she just had a couple blonde streaks in it, it she's gorgeous. She and Brady, her son. Have the same <laughs> bottled hair color. It's the exact same, and also hair, la, hair color number nine. Yeah, I, I also did not like about the storyline uh, that was beating around the bush about an unplanned pregnancy, and they were. It was ah. 
no, Julie, I'm not saying anything, but the fact that they didn't say the word abortion, that none of that stuff came up. Sex in the City was a progressive show. Yeah. My God, Miranda was on her way to an abortion clinic to have an abortion. And, you know, I mean, they yeah. addressed that on that show. All of a sudden, Carrie is the sex... You know, she's getting good details from Seema about a sexy tryst, and she goes, I'm eating. I'm like, put on your sexy pants, Carrie Bradshaw. Who okay, is this then? lady who can't say vulva vagina? Or um, <laughs> what couldn't she say in the podcast? She couldn't talk about some vaginal thing or something. Was, I mean, it, that made no sense. But it was kind of funny. It was, but it made no mm-hmm. sense that Carrie Bradshaw would be a prude. She literally wrote a column called Sex in the City. You tell it. Sister. And talked about you people go. peeing on her you and go. bondage. Oh, and stop, 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 stop. I'm just saying that stop. everything <laughs> came up. Where is the sex? Yeah. Well, the numbers that I could find, they haven't done anything. I'm guessing once this final episode comes out, right. they can compare because they have to bring all the people that watched on Max after the fact. Yeah, okay. yeah, because it just dropped yesterday. Exactly. But the most recent thing is just about the season opener, which was a 59% decrease for season two from season one. It had 1.1 oh. 1. 1 million viewers in season one, and season two only had 463,000 viewers for the first episodes. They don't have anything else really. Okay. Because I think I saw somewhere that it's been doing well. It has. I mean, they're saying that it, the number, the viewership is up, but they haven't done the actual okay, got math it, got because it, got the it. streaming has to yep. come in outside after the fact. You the know? word of mouth audience on this thing is more about people hate watching it and pointing out the flaws. I like it. Uh, then, but yeah. that's where but the... here's here's the one thing. Are you watching and just like that? It should should have been Sex in the City again or something. The name is tough. The name because when I say and just like that, people are what? Well, didn't she used to say that and just, and just like, like that? that I wondered. She would say that, but in her you know, columns. But yes, you're right. Just call know, it Sex in the, the City again. Again, yes. Thank you know you. what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, the critics like this season fifty six percent, and okay. the audience is thirty one percent. That shocks me because Julia, the story is going all over the place. Don't make we don't want to watch a show about sixteen people. We want to watch it about our four ladies. Well, we'll see what happens. <laughs> we'll see. I hope it comes Next back, week, Samantha. Oh, it will. All I right. think. It, I think it was like a three year thing. Oh, I hope so. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm enjoying it, though. Yeah, no, I I, I, mean, I find the things to enjoy it, but I did have several cringe moments where I just had to pause it, and take a breath. It is time for Random Thoughts. Right. We'll be right back. Hey, gang, Lori and Julia here for First Equity Mortgage. Our partner, hopefully your partner for all your mortgage needs. Um... You know, the housing market is hot. I know people who have just bought houses and they were so um, thrilled to be um, pre-qualified and working with First Equity because it did help them in the closing. It did. Um, Because everybody, again, knows that they close on time. So we just absolutely love that, that we're working with David and... you know, his team is so wonderful. Yeah, they're helping you. Like, if you've got to write letters to explain a credit situation or you've got to write letters because you need to close accounts that maybe have charge cards that you've forgotten all about. Yes. Because you do have to close those. Yes, you do. Um, they affect your rating. Yeah, all those different things. So they give you that helpful stuff. They don't just say you need to clean up your credit report. They ha- actually help you They with that. really, they're hands-on. They make it easy for you. No question is a silly question. My talk keyword, David, for all your needs. 
You know, I saw this story the other day. Do you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Well, if you're wondering what to celebrate today... Robert um, Redford's birthday? <laughs> oh, I see. Listen, <laughs> I sent a picture of him to my mom because they're the same age. Uh-huh. And... um. Man, we had crushes on him mm-hmm. back in the day. If you want to watch a beautiful man. I think Bob would like your mom. I think she'd be his oh, type. I, he's in a relationship. But I think Is that, he? Yeah, I'm sure he, he's been in one for a long time. Right. But I want to, it's, it's, um, it's a romance book store day or something. Romance novel book store day or something. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Yeah, and I want to give you guys some good ideas because, you know, We've read these. I'm li- me more than Laurie. Yeah. But um, Susan Elizabeth Phillips, she writes wonderful books. One, when we first got introduced to her, her before we went back and read them all, her sister lives here. Mm-hmm. And um, Dance Away With Me is so good. And then you're going to just go into her catalog, and she's she writes great she's books. She's like Ellen Hildebrand, like just really wonderful books wonderful, that you can just sink into. And, and relatable yeah. and enjoy and never want to put down. Right. I love those books. We've had on Christina Lauren, the rating duo. They do mm-hmm. a lot of, they've done Soulmate. They do a lot of books. They're really good. Also, another one is Abby Jimenez. And in really, she's got four books out. Every single one gets better. There's yeah. I thought her last book was oh, just like brilliant. the best yet. Brilliant. And I've liked, like you said, we've liked them, but it progressively just loving more and more. More She's and more. Very talented. So good. And there's no shame in the romance game. It's the we, number one genre sold. It really is. And, and hockey romances we talked about. <laughs> That's right. Those are hot. Hot, hot, but, hot. Um, so those are some really good books that you guys can mm-hmm. uh, get into. And I also want to give a shout out for Red, White, and Royal Blue, the book. And it is such a great book, and it's about two guys, you know, one's the President of the United States' son, one is uh, in the royal family, and it's clever, and it's smart, and I read the book, yeah. and loved it, and I couldn't stop reading is it. Is it on Netflix, the series, the, the movie? The movie now is out, and that's on Prime. Okay. It's it's wonderful. Um, okay, so uh, they did a little study about the studies, but how many times brands... Placement brand, you know, product placement mm-hmm. was big. How many product times products are placed in movies and or TV? And the top three brands are Apple products, Nike products, and Coca-Cola. I was going to say Coke for sure. And mm-hmm. then in the Apple, back before they didn't do the product placement, you remember whenever it was a Mac, they always would cover it with a sticker and you knew it was an Apple but it was covered with some sort of, like on Big yeah. Bang Theory, yeah. they had a globe on there. Yeah. But you, it was silver. You knew it right. was an apple. Yeah. And they have, um, the movie that had the most product placement ever was Talladega Nights. Oh, yeah. The Ballad of Ricky Bobby. Yeah, it's all about NASCAR. It's all about NASCAR. <laughs> it contained 8.24 product placements every 10 minutes of runtime. Wow. That's awesome. I mm-hmm. mean, every single scene, they're wearing something Absolutely. that's branded. <laughs> Absolutely. And then you guys remember the classic scene from uh, Wayne's World where, you know, they go back and forth. But I'm just sick and tired of people selling out, man. Yeah, I got a headache. How about these? Baby aspirin. Little. Yellow. Baby. You know, they do the whole thing. You remember these things. Guys remember these things. I have no clue. It's a classic scene But I I, I swear to God, guys just have such a memory for For nonsense. We have memories for nonsense. Yeah, but that's that's (laughs) a good one. So anyway, what do you think has been the most placed product over time? 
Coke? Yeah, Coke, I would say. It's actually a MacBook. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. A Mac. Yeah. Everyone uses them, except Everybody. for you, Lori. <laughs> I haven't had the need of Every, one. I it's know. a whole different operating system. It I just get is. That. I get that. But when what you... would I need one for, Julia, really? If you wanted to work at home. and you don't, <laughs> I do not. You, no, I know. <laughs> yeah. I just work at home. Okay, so anywho, moving on. Mm-hmm. Um, Roger Moore, when he retired from being James Bond, not because people wanted him to retire, wink, wink, he wanted to retire, and here was, here's why I want to retire. He said the leading ladies were young enough to be my granddaughter, and it becomes disgusting. He was 58. I, I thought, good good on yeah, you. Look at that. Good on you. Um, okay, so here's a little funny, funny. Uh, there's a little town in Texas called Canadian, and its citizens <laughs> are called Canadians. There's about 2,500 people there. And the closing scene from the movie that we all couldn't stand but watched all the way through, Tom Hanks' Castaway, was filmed in Canadian. What? Really? Yes. That is a terrible movie. You guys hate that movie. Hate that movie with a passion. Wilson! Wilson! It's so bad. Wilson! I remember being quite bitter, wasting three hours in a movie theater, because it was like three hours. It It was. It was so long. It went on and on and on. And I thought, how... How? Why, why did Tom Hanks say yes to this movie? I named a. Pet. I don't know. I named a pet after Wilson. Oh jeez! <laughs> oh, that's so funny. That's so funny. You guys hate that. Um, I love it. So you know, we love talking about technology. We're not excited to embrace. One of them is self-driving cars. Oh yeah. Well, look at me. Ooh. I won't even get a MacBook. I mean, that, <laughs> that's such a luddite. I know. I, I know. Mm-hmm. And you write checks, and then you only five. Yep, a, a month, month. Julia. A month. Okay, so I'm not alone. A self-driving car. <laughs> My mom does. <laughs> a self-driving taxi in San Francisco drove through construction barricades right into wet cement that was just laid and got stuck. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I bet you they were pissed. But you know working. how much this is gonna. I mean. Well, well they should leave the tracks there. No, they can't. <laughs> That'd be funny. But didn't this happen like in Hawaii twice recently? No, they've they've gone off into the ocean. Into the ocean, and I believe it was in Hawaii. Both. No, times. it was GPS systems that people were following, Follow, and they just drove and they, two different ladies drove, drove right in, into the, the harbor at Kona. Yeah. At Kona, yeah, it was in Kona, Hawaii. right in front you. of the yes. King Kamehameha Hotel. It was in Hawaii. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, because it's a short tight turn and if you don't take the tight turn you'll drive right down the boat launch ramp right 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 yeah oh gosh um i don't know if you guys knew the read this about pamela anderson she says since her memoirs come out strangers are apologizing to her on the street for misjudging her in the past and she said, I'm, I'm just like, well, what did you think of me before? And she said, I was so busy raising my kids and dealing with everything else. I didn't have time to focus on it. Mm-hmm. But she says a lot of people walked on the street saying, I had no idea who you were. And I'm sorry of the ways I thought about you for. Yeah. And she That's just, nice. I thought so too. It's that was she, a great, that was a very good documentary. Yes. Too. Yeah. And it's because she stopped wearing makeup recently too. That was another thing, part of that, right? Well, I no, don't know so much makeup. People were judging her for being a bunny. Oh, for being a bunny. And being okay. A bunny and a yeah. slut. And how did you stupid. do that video? Yeah. And, yeah. You know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. There was just another story out there too about how happy 
happy she is since she stopped wearing makeup. And yeah. she talked about that in that yeah. movie. Oh, in that documentary. Right. Yeah. yeah. She's, I don't know if we're going to see any photo shoots. Very. Although she didn't wear a lot of makeup in that documentary. None. She and wore they're... none, and that was the part of it. It's me. Yeah. Exactly. I have a little story. Maybe I won't bring it. We'll see. No, we'll see. All right. Yeah, I've got you something on You teased us with this. Yeah, now we I've got something know. for the 520. We'll talk all about right. that. Yeah. Hey, my talkers, Grant here for Hoffman Weber Construction. Now, we've been talking a lot about that extreme severe weather that went through the Twin Cities here about, I think it was last weekend, and I guarantee you, your house probably got hit with hail. Now, whether it has damage or not, that is up to the insurance company and the crew over at Hoffman Weber Construction, and they can help you through this whole process because, you know, you think, ah, a roof replacement, calling my insurance company, getting all the details together. Seems like a lot. Well, it is not a lot when you deal with the team over at Hoffman Weber Construction. They're going to walk you through the process from start to finish. They're going to come to your house for a complimentary in-home consultation for 30 minutes. That's all it takes. Then they're going to take some pictures, and all you have to do is pick up the phone, simply call your insurance company, start to claim about a potential hail damage, and then they will take it from there. And they also have a really cool showroom right in New Brighton off of 35W where you can see what these shingles would look like as you replace your roof. So if you want this great help and this assistance throughout a tough time, reach out to the crew at Hoffman Weber Construction, and you can do so at hwconstruction.com. So what are you trying to say? Hollywood! Hollywood speaking! Well, here's a little Real Housewife Hollywood speaking. Whitney Rose was on... Uh, uh, with Teddy Mellencamp and Tamara Judge on their show. And yeah, Whitney is on the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. The young, the youngest gal, I guess, on that show. And, um, they asked about filming now that Jen Shaw Mazing isn't there anymore. And Whitney said, it's been like a breath of fresh air. Yeah. Really? That's kind of. Yeah. Well, she was the one that got filmed um, in scantily clad with her husband, who was the director of VPS sales at a company. But that, that, that was nothing. Jen Shaw got arrested. She's in federal prison. You know what? I'm sure it's nice not having her there because she was so much extra chaos drama. And you never knew where you stood. And, and people what was were always getting asked difficult questions yeah. about her legal situation. Yeah. I bet it's easier. I'll never forget Whitney Rose was the one who explained telemarketing fraud to the ladies in the bus the day she was arrested. Yeah. She seems like the a little bit on not the brightest side. Yeah. But oh. she this is gave true. the most lay person explanation of the frauding that goes on with the telemarketing schemes that that I, I Lisa Barlow's jaw was on the floor because wow. Whitney Rose what? um you know she comes off a little bimboy but she's pretty smart yes she is except for the fact i feel like she talked her husband into putting all their 401k money in her skincare I think it was, company he would be smarter than that but again i don't know he's her yeah and now she looks like who did i say she looked like no she's who did I say in the double white? She looks well. Like, she's got a bit of a Kardashian face. No, she's she got looks a like bit a, of a. She looks like Farrah Abrams, who yes. was on the View. No, or used to be on the View. No, wasn't she? Oh, Farrah Abrams, who's yeah. currently on the View. Yeah, yeah. I think that's who she looks. She's like. unrecognizable, yes. but I can see how the ladies that thought it was a breath of fresh air. Oh, not I can to be too. All the legal, and Jen was very dramatic. So much drama. 
My they gosh. Would throw glasses. Throw glasses, drop drinks on and people, and then deny that oh, they, I did it in jest. There's nothing worse than being gaslit when somebody does something mean to you, and then they try and pass it off as a joke. It was just a joke. Yeah. No, I don't. Tori Spelling's ex-husband, remember, she was briefly married to that Dean guy? Yeah, for like... Six months? I mean, no, they were married three years. Oh, Not they? Dean guy. I think his name was Charlie. Her first guy before she went and made the movie and met Dean. Dean McDermott. Mm-hmm. And that husband, Charlie something, Shanian. Okay. Okay, and they had the big wedding. Her dad was still alive. Yep. He's. We've never really heard him talk. And he was on a radio, or he was on, uh, yeah, a radio show, and he was asked about... How did Tori feel when she found out that her dad was only going to leave her eight hundred thousand dollars? And he had three hundred fifty million. Six hundred oh, million 600. was wow. his fortune because he's a famed TV producer, The Love Boat, Dynasty. You know, Not Landing, all these shows, Melrose Place L. Hotel, and so uh, he said. Uh, and Aaron died in two thousand and six, but he said that she knew about the will. Several years before her father died, and he explained that when she first found out, she burst into hysterical tears to Charlie and said, that is all the money that my dad is leaving me because he thinks my mom and I will work out our problems if he just gives me 800000 and she gets the rest. So wrong. And when she found out, she was so upset. As, as anyone would. Yeah. She was crying, feeling upset. Not really even as much about the money, but what it meant because mm-hmm. of the relationship. At the time, Tori was estranged from her mom. Is that her real mom? Yeah. I always said Candy was they a second were, wife. They were, she was estranged from her mm-hmm. mom because she felt her mom was very controlling. So he struck, he was like, well, this will make, it'll bring you two back together, the money, because I'll only give you 800000 Wow. Yeah. Do you think it's worked? No. Neither wow. do I. No, no. It, it she likes to spend times with her grandkids, so we do see yeah, that. Yeah, and he he just she just, he just also said that he said my understanding the money is in a trust. She will get more money one day, but her mom is in charge of the money, and that was always Tori's problem with her mom. Mm-hmm. Is her mom was a very controlling right. mother. Yes, people have to think about this. The control, yeah, control when you're when you write your will and everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, having something like, well, this will make them get along more. I that's you know, be be straight. Yeah, you get this. Yeah, and you get it over a certain period of time. My hope is that you and your mom might get along, but yeah. to have these contingencies based on money, just give her the money. Just give her the money. Give her the money, yeah. Um, don't give it your kitty cat <laughs> that's right um okay so Ra- uh, raquel or rachel whatever her name is from us uh, vanderpump rules she um said on part two of her interview with um bethany that she felt when he made a comment at the reunion that she was i must that that she was heavily medicated um, or that she just doesn't have any emotions. She told Bethany, or maybe Bethany prompted, that's a violation of HIPAA laws. Andy, yes. 
You oh know? gosh, she's going after Andy. Uh, yeah, isn't she. I mean, she's going. Grant, do you do you watch Vanderpump? Didn't you? I watched the well. This thing went out. You know, yeah. I, when it was on, I watched it for that part only. I but, never but watched why it. Why does I mean Bethany seems like she is really out what? for Bravo? Okay, so yeah. in the book, yes. in the Andy thing. Cohen's last book, yeah. He said, we kind of have a love-hate thing going on. Yeah. You know, I love her, and sometimes we get along, sometimes we don't. But he also said, when he was doing the OG of New York and was going to do the spinoff, um, Bethany said, "For you know, I don't want to be in it, I don't want to be in it. But when it was time to do it, she said, well, make me an offer. Mm-hmm. And he was pissed. Mm-hmm. You know, he was kind of just pissed at her. But she's got it out for him. It seems like yeah. it. It seems like pointedly, it. very pointedly. Mm-hmm. And I also, you know, people then were yelling at Bethany because on her, apparently her podcast, which is pretty successful, mm-hmm. has the most ads of any. Uh, I get a lot of ads. It's like you accuse Bravo of not paying people their fair share. You don't even pay people to be on your show or right. pay them, put them up with airline Right. And hotel, like you would at any other talk show. You know, you get I paid. When I was on the Montel Williams in New York, they paid for my hotel for but two I nights think and TV, Lori, TV Maybe, is I know. different than radio. But I'm just saying, she has a very sponsored show yeah. from people who listen to it. And it's like, and she's saying, oh, know your worth, know your worth. And so people were like, hey, Bethany, how come you don't pay, pay any of your pay guests? Pay their worth, yeah. Why, why don't you pay to have somebody come and be on your show? Because she can do it over Zoom? <laughs> no, she, Raquel was there. And she keeps it real tight who can get clips of what, what's going on there. Mm-hmm. I want to learn more about this Montel Williams appearance. Oh, <laughs> oh, that, was, oh that was funny. Oh, it was one of the body perk appearances. Yes, that was yeah. funny. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. You're listening to my talk.